Welcome to the Columbus Area United Way Connecting Community Podcast. This is where we interview local nonprofit leaders and explore how we can collaborate to have a thriving community. Well, we are back with uh, Columbus Area United Way and Connecting Communities, and today my guest is Judy Martinson with Columbus Emergency Relief. So, Judy, welcome. Glad to be here, Pope. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you here. So, um, we just want to learn a little bit more about emergency relief and all that you do, but first, just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with emergency relief and even some of your background of what brought you to that position. Well. I've been with emergency relief for two years now. In August, it'll be two years. I had worked at First National Bank for seven years before coming to emergency relief. Um, the bank was making some changes and offered some retirements. And so a few months there, I was just kind of looking around and then found the opportunity to come with emergency relief. And I'm really glad I came on board. We are too. So I know a little bit about what you do, but for those that don't, this is an opportunity to just share what is emergency relief and what does it provide within the community and how does it impact people? Well, we're kind of an emergency service. Um, we have people that come in looking for assistance with rent, utilities, sometimes a little bit of medical. Sometimes we will do some prescriptions. We do have gas vouchers. Um, we will do sometimes help with maybe a car repair if the person needs a little help getting to work or going to interviews or something. Normally it would be people that come see us. Maybe they've had medical issues and have been off work, missed work, um, and they did, you know, maybe they've used up their savings or, but most of them don't even have a savings. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like it's a variety of different things that you can help people with, right? In regards to just kind of fitting that emergent need. Yeah. So how often can someone come in and receive those services? Well, our policy is we can help once a year and two years in a row. Mm -hmm. There are times that we'll make an exception. If someone you know, gets in a very difficult situation, um, you know, with COVID, there were a lot of people that missed work because of COVID or their place where they worked were shut down for a while. So we did have a lot of people coming in then. Mm -hmm. um, but lately, it's just been a steady flow of people coming in for assistance for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. Maybe they missed work. Maybe they had surgery. So when you came into this position, because you were never really in the aspect of a nonprofit service, no, human relationship no. um, field. So when you came in, I'd be interested to know what was something that you just felt like you learned that maybe you you thought you knew or you had this perception and then when you're working in the field of nonprofit and especially in emergency type um, situations of providing those services, uh, what would that be? What would you want people to know about that that might be a misconception? Well, I was amazed of the different agencies that there are that assist people. 
but also um, I was just shocked at how many people need assistance. Mm -hmm. There is a great need in our community mm -hmm. for assistance. And when you talk about that, like the need for assistance, like, you know, I hear all the time, you know, it's, it's this back and forth of um, uh, there's a fine line of being able to empower and enable negative behaviors. But from my years of experience over 20 years, the majority of people that are seeking assistance truly need it. And we have, you know, yes, I've seen people that use a system, but that's far and few and in between. It really is. We don't have very many that just use the system. Occasionally there be some. Mm -hmm. And we just have to say, we've helped you all we can. Right. But it's true. Most of them really do need the assistance. And I suppose that's one thing that really motivates me is to go to work and be able to say, yes, we can help you. And we have the funds that we can do that. And, um, they're very thankful and very grateful. And you just see the relief on their face when you say, yes, we can help you. So speaking of that, without you know sharing or maintaining someone's confidentiality, can you tell us um, of a situation that you helped a family or an individual and what that looks like and um, maybe share a little bit of their story? It, um, we had one couple that, Earlier in the year, he was diagnosed with two tumors on his back. And one, I think he had surgery and had one removed. The other one, I don't think they could remove. And he was going through chemo and different things and wasn't doing very well. And the wife was taking care of him. And she was having some issues. And when he started doing a little bit better, she went to the doctor to see what was going on with her. And she had a brain tumor. Mm -hmm. And so we helped them with their utilities and then between emergency relief and Simon House, we made their mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. So, and we see a lot of things like that. Just life happens, whether it be it a does. diagnosis or a loss of a job or something, yeah. Yeah. you know, one bill. I, I can't remember the exact study, but it's like I've read before where it's like, Many people live in the aspect of where if they are on a cycle, if they can't make one payment on one bill, it will spin them into an element of crisis. Right. So like one thing happens, your transmission on your car goes out and you can't pay your utilities bills because right. your money is tight. Right. That's many people in our community are living that way. Right. And when life happens, it needs to ha we need to have those resources that, okay, you have this hiccup, how can we get beyond that? Yeah, and we have people that come in and say, I had to make a big repair on my car and now mm -hmm. I can't make my rent or something to that effect. Right. So I know, speak a little bit about, I mean, this community and what I've worked with and seen is we do a great job of collaborating and working with others. And you kind of alluded to it. You weren't aware of all the different um, elements. So what does that look like to you and what you do with emergency relief? And how do you use um, that in collaboration in helping others? Yeah, um, I didn't realize there were so many agencies that helped families. Um, we do work with uh, community response with the United Way office mm -hmm. if they have children or if it's a family. Mm -hmm. um, and then Simon House isn't doesn't get 
United Way funding, mm -hmm. but they're a collaborative partner. Yes, yeah. they are a big partner with emergency relief. Mm -hmm. And Lucy and I work together on a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. And um, if it's a family, you know, it's nice to be able to have the extra assistance from community response. Mm -hmm. And why is that? I think for those that are listening, you know, I think I've heard, well, why can't just that one agency pay the bill, you know, and what does that look like? So can you talk a little bit about that and what that might look like? Well, you know, we have a certain amount of funding mm -hmm. and we want to spread it out to as many as we can. And so we're limited to how much we can spend mm -hmm. per family. Mm -hmm. And so if we can share it with Simon House or work with community response, you know, and find out how much they can assist with and how much we can assist with, it just works very well to be able to work together and be resourceful of those funds but yeah. and it is it's it's one of those elements that we all need each other we also you know need as i look into things like essentially you know united way dollars go to support um, emergency relief and to provide for those assistance so those are community members giving of their dollars and making a difference and impact in the lives of other people in our community who are in a bad situation you know all of us i think have moments where life can happen and mm -hmm. and we need those assistance and those resources to be available so um with that, like, tell me a little bit about, like, what is something that you just really love about what you do? I think you've spoken to it a little bit, but what is something that you just, uh, you know, you walk away and you're like, this is good? Yeah. Um, it just makes you feel really good to be able to help a family. And um, if it's a large bill, which we all know the rents just keep skyrocketing. So if it's a large bill, you know, it just makes you feel really good to be able to say, we'll help you and we'll pay this for you. But, you know, like on the other hand, like we were saying, we have to stretch our dollars too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, hopefully this episode will help um, people realize and see that, hey, how can they make a difference? Well, by just giving a little bit to United Way and you can designate those funds, even into emergency relief, like that is more people being involved in the campaign and giving does make impact in our community. Yeah. Um, you know, because one in seven people daily are accessing services supported by United Way dollars, and that could be emergency relief or one of the other programs. So we appreciate all that you do. But I have been asking people because I'm curious to know. So you can choose um, if you were to do a karaoke song, what would be your karaoke <laughs> song? Or what is your favorite author at the moment? Well, I like to read um Tracy Peterson. Tracy Peterson. Yeah, I listen to a lot of books. Okay. So. I haven't, I don't know if I know of a book by her. I'll have to look that up. But Judy, it's been a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you for joining us. It's nice to be here.